Would you like to connect with experienced finance and accounting professionals for mentorship and career advice? Do you want to hear how the leaders in your profession got where they are now? Are you looking for a networking space, especially for the finance and accounting community? Then FEI Engage is the place for you. FEI Engage is the only community and content hub focused strictly on finance and accounting. It gives you access to the wisdom and experience of long-tenured professionals so you can make savvy decisions about your future. Visit www.financialexecutives.org forward slash FEI hyphen engage or click on the link in this episode's show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Olivia Berkman, and this is the FEI Weekly Podcast. We've all been there. You go through rounds of interviews, and you finally get the offer. But how do you know if it's a good offer? And how can you negotiate to get the package you want? In this final session from the FEI Engage Job Search Bootcamp, human resource consultant Lauren Gaynor shares how to break down a job offer and how to negotiate to get the best package possible. So we're at our final session, The Anatomy of an Offer. Our speaker is Lauren Gaynor. He is a human resource consultant at Clifton Larson Allen, a professional services firm built to create opportunities for private businesses, public companies, governments, nonprofits, and the people who own and lead them. Lauren, welcome. I'm going to hand it over to you. Thank you, Olivia. So let me tell you, before we get into the presentation, just a little bit about myself. So as Olivia mentioned, I work with Clifton Larson Allen. I am a human resource consultant. So I work with a lot of nonprofit industries uh, to be specific, where I really focus on a lot of the topics that we discussed here. You know, I work with organizations with the recruiting process, also with you know, a lot of students, because I go out to many different colleges and kind of look at their resumes and help them build their resumes and work on interview skills. So Maureen brought out a bunch of great points. But uh, at once upon a time, I, I also was a former professional DJ for the Carolina Panthers. And it is exactly like how it sounds. I had pleasure and privilege. Only thing that would have made it better if it was for the Steelers, but I was actually at the stadium, you know, got to play the music for the games and post-game, pre-game, and it was just really awesome. And I did once stop a bank robbery. That, you know, on paper sounds great, right? Like, oh my goodness, but it was so anticlimactic, you know. I like to embellish that story, you know, use it whenever I'm doing introductions at networking events because it's a great conversation starter. But, you know, it, it's definitely very anticlimactic. And if you would like to know more about it, please feel free to reach out to me and we can we can talk offline. And then as the final one, you know, definitely I'm originally from Pittsburgh. So I am a diehard Steelers fan. So that's just a little bit about me. And, you know, again, as mentioned, feel free to reach out to me with any questions. So let's go over kind of what's ultimately are we are going to discuss within this next 40, 45 minutes or so. So we are talking about the anatomy of an offer and how we can essentially negotiate an offer and ultimately to when is the right time to accept an offer. 
And some of the topics we'll discuss, you know, researching the market, uh, knowing your worth as you look to negotiate an offer, prioritizing your needs, and a very good one, one that I definitely like to highlight more, exercising patience. What exactly does that mean? Make sure, you know, clearly communicating, justifying the request, evaluating an entire package offered to you, being flexible, prepare for alternatives, and foreseeing the future when it comes to an offer and an organization. So what is an offer? Well, it's very straightforward and simple. An offer is in a, a formal invitation extended by an employer to a potential employee. And essentially, it just outlines the terms and conditions of the job. Many offer letters that I've sent out have included specific aspects of the role, including, you know, benefits, potential bonuses, start dates, you know, et cetera. So with that being said, at this time, I would like to do my second polling question for the audience. On a scale of one to five, how confident do you feel about negotiating a job offer? And essentially that's what, you know, when you receive an offer, it's, it's definitely a negotiation. So if you're not comfortable, that's fine. That's, you know, some of these points that we will discuss will hopefully make everyone feel a little bit more comfortable because there is essentially no one way to negotiate a single job offer. There are several different ways you can go about doing such. So it seems like most people feel sort of in the middle, gave it a three. Nobody feels, assuming five is the most confident, nobody feels the most confident, which I totally understand. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As mentioned, you know, that we're going to discuss some points that can hopefully help you feel a little more confident when it comes to negotiating and even evaluating a job offer. So the first thing when it comes to negotiating a job offer is researching the market. You know, you you want to review the salary and benefits of similar roles. You know, you want to take into consideration when doing that the the organization's location. So if you're looking at a, let's just say, customer service role in Kentucky, you definitely want to stay within that market to compare a similar role. You don't want to start looking outside of that in locations like New York or D.C., where the market is completely different. The salaries are completely different, benefit structure and things of that nature. Additionally, you want to look at the the size of the organization and also the the industry that you are potentially going to be accepting the offer to. You you also want to analyze trends of the market. You know, how secure is the future of the role that you are looking to take on? We had the beginning polling question, and I was kind of building this presentation with the expectation of having more students and an earlier career, but there were a lot of senior level uh, individuals on this call. But with that being said, once upon a time, there, there, if anyone on this call remembers, there was a time when if you wanted to watch a movie or rent a movie, you had to actually physically go out and do so. You may remember these stores, they were called Blockbuster. 
So I don't know if you have seen those around anymore. I have not. But that's kind of where you want to analyze the trends of the market. You know, since that time has has passed, now there are more streaming services such as Netflix or, or and so forth like that. So you definitely want to kind of look at and analyze the market to see what trage- trajectory that organization has. And then you want to evaluate the organization's, organization's standing in the market. You want to ensure that the organization you will potentially accept that offer or are thinking about joining has a bright future. So the second point when negotiating an offer and analyzing it, you definitely want to know your worth. One thing you do not want to do, and for the sake of having a job or accepting the offer, you don't want to sell yourself short. If you want the best offer, you need to make sure that the organization that you are considering joining is aware fully of the skill sets that you have. And there were several things, you know, mentioned with the resumes, highlighting the bullet points and and so forth like that. But when you get to this point, you definitely want to reiterate the different skills that you have so that you can get the best offer possible. You also want to ensure that you'll be satisfied. You know, you don't want to just accept a role knowing that in a few months that you may be dissatisfied. You want to make certain that you have a good career path for the role that you're are, are looking at accepting. And you want to make sure that you gain the experiences necessary that can, can help you to continually to grow professionally. And again, you want to make sure as mentioned earlier, that the future, you know, that your future is bright with this organization. So with that being said, I have one and final polling question. We're just going to get them out of the way early here in this presentation. So what factors do you consider most important when deciding to accept an offer? Is it salary, benefits, work-life balance, growth potential, culture, or location? Well, I mean, these are all good things. I mean, definitely the salary is important. You can't pay your bills with growth potential. (laughs) So you definitely (laughs) want to ensure that you have a salary that will enable you to be able to live a comfortable life. And we'll discuss that a little later. But these are definitely interesting. You know, culture, with an organization is important. And I I see that location was a zero there, but I definitely think that is something to also consider if, especially as Maureen mentioned that more organizations are requiring their employees to come back into the office. So you definitely don't want to have a a position or accept the position where you're having to travel an extended amount of time to Mm -hmm. back and forth with work. I've done that. It's not fun. So the next thing you definitely want to do, and that goes in line with that polling question, what's important, you want to prioritize your needs. You need to identify non-negotiables. And we all have non-negotiables when it comes to life in general, but especially when it pertains to accepting offers. You know, examples of some non-negotiables are what was on that polling question. You know, work-life balance. Do you want 
you know, if you have children or you plan on having children or you have other sort of responsibilities that you have to take care of, you want to ensure that your work doesn't interfere with that. And you want to make that known from the top, uh, you know, from the beginning with the negotiations of the offer that, hey, I have these responsibilities and you don't want to have to <laughs> take a work call when you're having to, you know, um, when you're wanting to take care of those responsibilities that you have. And you also want to understand the short term and long term goals. Uh, you really want to think how satisfying the employment will be and and or I'm sorry, you want to um, think of how much more satisfying the employment will be or the, the job that you're considering accepting if you have a clear understanding of what is expected to you in the first 90 days, 120 days, six months, and even further down the line. So you definitely want to make sure that you prioritize your needs before accepting and when you're negotiating an offer. Now, this is one that I really a topic that I really find important when it comes to negotiating and, and looking at an offer. Exercising patience. Personally, I am not patient. I want it. I want it now. And I often have to tell myself, my wife has to also tell me to, to be patient, take a step back and to really allow something to resonate before making a decision. So with exercising patients, some important factors to, to take into consideration is to stay calm and composed. You know, when you're on the phone, potentially ready to accept an offer via email or in person, you definitely wanna make sure your body language reflects that of someone who is calm and someone who can, can stay composed, even if something that if something presented isn't what you were necessarily wanting or expecting. You also want to take time to reflect. You know, you always want to take a step back to fully evaluate an offer. You never want to rush a decision. Often when you rush decisions, then you find yourself in a pickle. And if any organization, I won't say this, but typically, in my experience, we would allow uh, potential candidates a few days to reflect as well also come up with a counter before uh, coming back with a decision as to whether they were going to accept or decline the role. And also, you want to practice active listening. This was drilled down in the earlier presentations, but, you know, we, we can't talk about this enough you know, you want to ensure that you fully listen to what is being said, what is being presented before responding to to anything, essentially, but especially an offer. Because if you're not listening, you may miss important details concerning that offer that now you missed it and you could potentially pass up a great opportunity. So definitely ensure that you, you practice active listening and overall exercise patience when it comes to negotiating and, and analyzing an offer. Another really important point is clearly communicate. This is, you know, also can't be stressed enough. When it comes to an offer, you should be specific. You know, you need to ensure that 
the organization knows exactly what you would like or even expect with an, with an offer. As the old saying goes, closed mouths don't get fed. So if you don't speak up, then the organization and, and clearly communicate and be specific, then the organization has no way of knowing, you know, exactly what you're expecting in an offer. You also want to use concise, easy to understand language. You know, there's no need to overcomplicate things with extravagant, <laughs> extra wording, you know, just be straight to the point and specific. And also an important um, thing to think about is to document any agreements. You know, if you speak with someone regarding an offer, be sure to follow up with an email that highlights, you know, what was discussed. And I have been on both sides of this coin, as it were, as in candidate accepting an offer and, you know, negotiating, presenting an encounter via phone call, and then immediately following up, uh, following up with the recruiter, you know, via email with those topics and those, you know, counters and things that we discussed. So definitely clearly communicating is extremely important when it comes to negotiating an offer. Also, you want to justify, you know, your request. And you'll see kind of a theme with this presentation that, you know, a lot of things go back to previous slides. So with this in particular, market and research data, you know, that's, what we talked about earlier, but you, you want to justify your request by doing that research, by taking that extra step. You don't want to just tell the organization, you know, what you expect in an offer, how much you would like to earn. You want to show them based off those similar roles uh, in similar markets. And, and you really want to be able to present that data to have more of a leg to stand on when you you make your request regarding an offer. You also want to, you know, highlight your value. And this goes also in line with not selling yourself short, making sure that you speak to what you do well and, and really ensuring that, you know, you, you put the best foot forward, as it were, when it comes to uh, an offer or, or negotiating. And, also, not to be overlooked, as mentioned, you know, uh, salary is important. People mentioned in previous slides the opportunity or previous polling questions, the opportunity for growth, uh, the culture. But the reality is those things won't pay your expenses. So you definitely want to review the cost of living and personal expenses before, you know, when you justify your request when it comes to an offer. You want to make sure that you have what you need as it pertains to a salary, as it pertains to benefits, or even other perks that the organization may offer in order to uh, live comfortably. Excuse me, sorry. Um, you also too want to evaluate the entire package. And this kind of ties back into the exercising patience uh, slide and, and specifically when it comes to uh, actively listening. You know, when it comes to evaluating the entire package, you want to be ensure, you want to ensure that you review, you hear everything and that you review the 
compensation, which includes benefits and as mentioned, other perks. You know, some organizations may offer perks like free gym memberships or coupons to some of your favorite restaurants. So those are all things that should be considered, you know, when it comes to negotiating or before you accept an offer. And as mentioned earlier, you definitely want to analyze development opportunities. What is your career trajectory? Uh, as mentioned again in the earlier poll, uh, individuals <coughs> uh, mentioned that growth was important to them. So you want to ensure that you fully understand what your trajectory looks like within that organization before you accept an offer. But another important thing, you know, when it comes to uh, analyzing an offer and, and accepting it is just being flexible. You have to be willing to will negotiate and, and kind of give a little in order to get some. So, you know, being flexible can include, you know, scheduling you know, work arrangements, as mentioned earlier, responsibilities and growth opportunities. You know, some organizations may not be able to offer higher salaries, but then within that, you know, negotiation or, or package that is offered to you, um, some organizations may pay more towards health and, and a medical benefit premium. So these are all things that definitely should be considered and, and you should be willing to be flexible when it comes to uh, these things before accepting and even negotiating the offer. I'll stop for a moment. I'm looking in the chat, but if anyone has any questions, please feel free to. Lauren, I do have a question. Yes. Should you always negotiate an offer that you get? Or I guess, are there any instances where you should avoid negotiating for any reason? So my recommendation would be that you always want to negotiate an offer to ensure that you get the best package possible. Now, again, I have been on both sides of being presented an offer early in my career and just accepting it. Yes, I'm happy. <laughs> and I remember being on the call with the, the recruiter and the recruiter stating to me, wow, you made my job easy. Are you sure? And <laughs> and, you know, at the time, I didn't really know any better. But then as I uh, developed more in my career, became more experienced, I realized that you always want to negotiate in order to ensure that you get the best package possible. You know, this some organizations may offer less you know, to see if they can get a deal on an employee. So unless you negotiate, you, you won't know what potentially you could receive from that organization. So. To, right. That's a long way of saying, yes, you should always negotiate. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Lauren, can, can I ask a question? It's Maureen. Yes. I, uh, I wanted to ask a question around that because so very often, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with candidates and I'm dealing with the client. And so the client tells me the budget of the role and you know, in New York, actually, we need to, we need to share that up front. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're, we are representing 
the candidate in this in this position, right? So we're walking through the process with the candidate and hoping that the candidate is honest with us around compensation because my clients don't really like when I negotiate with them, to be honest with you. And so what I need to know from the job seeker, the candidate that I'm representing, is that they're honest and realistic in their compensation expectation, right? So if we give you a range and you're in the range, that's great. If you're at the high end of the range, there's a reason you're at the high end of the range. And so you need to show me why that is the case. And that's why I asked about those three numbers when you're thinking about what your compensation is going to be, because are you going to be super excited about it because you're at the high end of the range? Are you just, you're going to be okay in the middle and the lower end, you're desperate. So you need the job, right? Mm -hmm. But if I go in at the, if I go in with a number and I tell my client that Jane is looking for $120,000, her all in number is 150. Is that, you know, is that within your range or are you open to that? Yes. Yes. Jane gets an offer at, at the, the 120. And now Jane comes back to me and says, oh, you know, I think I really want more money. How does that conversation go? Not so great because now we've all agreed on the compensation number. What we can negotiate, and maybe this is where, where you can help me out a little, is I try to negotiate on all of the extraneous stuff. So PTO, uh, you know, any other type of holidays, maybe a day flex remote, any of the other kind of soft stuff, I am totally game with with negotiating. But but what? how would you feel? Like, can you walk us through maybe a scenario in there of what that would look like? Um, and just to make sure I'm clearly understanding the question, the question is regarding how would I feel as the recruiter, as the one assisting the client with the negotiation with the candidate? Yeah, like, so no, if you are the client, right? If you're the client and you're hearing that the candidate now wants to negotiate compensation after we've agreed to oh, it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, as as the client, you know, the reality is if you agree upon this, that would kind of raise questions as to why this person wasn't just upfront with what they wanted from the beginning. But also with that, you know, if it this is kind of the 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 net answer, you know, every situation is different. You know, you have to take in that into consideration. And if it is the right candidate and they have me check every box, as it were. But the one thing that we haven't been able to agree upon is the the salary. I would hope that this individual would be willing to look at other alternatives. You know, there there are different things, you know, again, as mentioned, you know, keeping it to the basics and, and simple, but, you know, flexibility with work schedule. Um, you know, mention as you mentioned, holiday pay or I'm sorry, no, vacation time, you know, maybe add an additional PTO. Uh, some organizations, depending on how intricate they get, they may offer some investment options, you know, for the for the candidate. So those are just all different situations that I would really try as the client to take into consideration before making a decision simply based off the candidate coming back stating they want more money, as it were. It, you know, as long as all those other 
boxes are checked off and it's basically the perfect candidate. But and it also depends on how much more they are asking as well. You know, that's definitely something that should be taken into consideration. I've actually dealt with that, you know, sent out the offer with a particular candidate and they agreed upon X amount of dollars and and right we closed down the role and kind of sent out the notifications to all the other candidates that we are no longer hiring for this position. And that person came back and said, I would like an additional $30,000. And that was well over what the organization is a small nonprofit. So they're, you know, they're not working with a lot of, you know, they don't have a lot of access money anyway <laughs> that they can really uh, fall on. So that was definitely disheartening. And with that particular individual they we did not you know try to work out other arrangements because this was not a senior level position it was more of an entry level so with that we were we moved on to other candidates but i really would just say it depends on what uh the the circumstances as to whether or not you would really look at wanting to negotiate and Lauren, we got another question in the chat. What about a signing bonus? Is that acceptable during the offer negotiations? Yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I'm currently working with organizations and, and individuals now that, you know, they are leaving a company that they are anticipating having an end of year bonus. Hmm. <laughs> and they would leave right before, you know, sometime before receiving that bonus. So as a means to soften that blow or to incentivize them them coming with the new organization the the client offers them a signing a sign on bonus so that Mark. is definitely something that's worthwhile negotiating and, and adding that to the actual negotiating process great question yes that is absolutely a great question so going moving along with the presentation you know another thing you have to be you know, or prepare for alternatives. You know, you need to develop a counter offer plan. The reality is, is that, you know, you will be offered a, a, a salary benefits package, all of the above from an organization. And it may not be exactly what you, what you want so that you may not be exactly what you want. So you have to have a counter offer and, and you can do this as mentioned by Maureen, what we just talked about, uh, PTO, you know, work schedule. Uh, there's several different ways in order to, to have a counter offer. A sign on bonus is what was mentioned. You know, these are all different things that you can present to the organization as a means to uh, negotiating the offer presented to you. And also you want to, uh, foresee the future uh, with the organization. One thing that I definitely advise before accepting an offer is to connect with current or even previous employees if possible, you know, to kind of mention, you know, it was mentioned earlier, where do people go to kind of do their research for an organization? Some mentioned LinkedIn, the website, Google and, and Glassdoor. And, and Glassdoor definitely has a lot of negative um, reviews regarding the organization, but you definitely want to take the opportunity to kind of uh, connect when possible with individuals that work there. And, and again, I've been on both sides of this where I've reached out to people via LinkedIn and kind of got their, their uh, 
a temperature check, as it were, gauge how the organization was, the culture, kind of the work-life balance within the organization. And I've had people also reach out to me, you know, when they were in, you know, the interview process or even at the very end of accepting an offer. And you also, too, want to examine the industry trends within that organization that you are looking to accept the offer with. And you can do this by, you know, subscribing to industry magazines, you know, attending different conferences, even, you know, social media can can offer some insight regarding the the organization and kind of their trajectory within their industry. But just to kind of recap, you know, what we discussed here, you know, with negotiating an offer, you know, researching the market, you have to have a better understanding of the market in order to understand what you want to negotiate. You know, you have to also know your worth, highlight your value, you know, don't sell yourself short, prioritize your needs, evaluate, you know, essentially what's important to you. And definitely, as mentioned, exercise and patience, please, you know, you don't want to rush into any decisions. You want to actually take a moment to reflect and think about the offer that has been presented to you and see if it best fits your needs. Definitely clearly communicate and, and justify your request. Also evaluate the entire package and be flexible and prepare for those alternatives. And ultimately foresee the future, foresee yourself within that organization and where your career trajectory may go and even the organization. And if you know you envision them being around for a while and connect with different employees or past employees to see you know, if they can offer insight to the organization. Lauren, thank you so much. I think as the same with interviewing, you know, I think there's a lot of anxiety wrapped up in these um, experiences when it comes to finding a job. And so, again, the preparation, I think, is key. And, you know, being prepared to justify your request, that's a big takeaway for me one thing to ask and that's scary enough but then you know you really need to be prepared to explain why you are deserving um that takes self-confidence practice you know is that fair to say lauren that's absolutely you have to you know if it's what you want you have to give off that energy that this is you know justify what you want yeah So um, thank you, Lauren, and thank you, Alisa and Maureen as well for your time um, and for your really invaluable tips and advice for how to put your best foot forward and and ultimately get the job that you really want. Um, And thank you, audience, for your great questions. We hope that you feel better equipped to land that dream job. And yeah, thank you all so much. Appreciate your time. 